All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Toilets to Titles, episode number 216. I am here with my guy, Justin Stevens, at JustinFF underscore. We already got a handful of viewers in the comments. We'd love to see you all, David, Peter, Oscar. This evening is going to be a fun episode. The NFL season's over. We're going to briefly touch on the Super Bowl, but it is officially Dynasty fantasy football startup season, right? This is where people are hungry to join fantasy football leagues and not redraft because redraft season starts in about July. It's dynasty, right? So, so Justin, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions this evening so we can help the new and the old dynasty player like Justin. How are we doing this evening? Hey, um, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm looking forward to this episode because we had something else planned and I found out about 20 minutes ago that we're doing this instead. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be genuine and authentic. It's not like I could go do a bunch of research on what I was going to talk about. So uh, exciting news with Rival that we're going to be dropping in a little bit. Um, so uh, a lot going on this week for the Title Tribe and uh, it's, it's all good stuff. All good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you, you definitely want to check out toiletsthetitles.com. Joe Ephraim and myself, we just completed our second two-round NFL draft mock draft. I believe we're going to be – so you can find that on the website. We Our big board is currently up to 50. We just made a bunch of changes to our big boards, which will affect our consensus, but I believe we're going up to either 60 or 75, eventually to 100. So it's also NFL draft season. Like it's the – you know, it's been dra NFL draft season for a few of us or some people for a long time. And then for some others, it's just starting. And for some others, it's going to start around the combine. So NFL draft season and dynasty startup season usually walk hand in hand together. So we have you covered for NFL draft content as well. You're going to want to check out our every other week, our biweekly show on the clock as we're talking NFL draft there. We also have our dynasty rankings on toiletstotitles.com, which get updated every other week. Our IDP rankings, our IDP dynasty rankings, which also get updated every other week. And we have a very phenomenal Listener league that's going from 96 teams to about 150 next season. Uh, a few of the divisions, we already have people emailing us asking us to secure their spot for the in-person draft in Canton at the Fantasy Football Expo, which the tickets did just go live. So you're going to want to make sure you get your FF Expo tickets. And if you're going to be in Canton, you got some time. If you're kind of new to the show or you're you're returning, but you're not in Frankenstein, go to toiletstitles.com. There's a Frankenstein tab. You can sign up for the Frankenstein League by clicking that tab, and then you can email us and say, hey, Justin, coach, I want to draft live out there in Canton. You also want to join our Gilded chat, which is our free community chat. It's on the Gilded app, which is kind of like Discord. You can email us, toiletstitles at gmail.com. We're doing community mock drafts. We're coming together. Fans of each team are going to be picking for their teams. We're still talking Dynasty. We're still talking trades. we got a Patreon chat. we got all that good stuff. So, Justin, besides all the good stuff we got going on, and I know we're going to be very excited for Canton and uh, the Frankenstein League, all that good stuff, we still got to tie a bow on the NFL season. So what are some of your thoughts from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl? Um, so first off, thanks a lot, Pete. Appreciate the uh, the uh, donation there for the Canton Fund. Um, and, uh, of course, now I can't get out of there. But uh, uh, so as far as the Super Bowl goes, I mean, a lot of thoughts, my initial thoughts right out the gate were uh, that I, I absolutely love gritty defenses. If you're in the Gilded chat, uh, I mean, gritty defensive games. 
if you're in the Gilded Chat, you guys saw that I was uh, um, I was kind of talking up the game whenever a lot of people were down on it. Uh, I, I, I do like flashy offensive plays from time to time. I hate it when every drive is flashy offensive plays. So I was loving the low score. I told everybody um, earlier in the week on one of the shows to bet that under the, the over under was at 46 and a half. Turns out it needed uh, an overtime to get nine points in overtime to get the over. So I, if, if you all listen to me, then you all lost money. And I apologize for that. But my process was right. Like in regulation, it was definitely well under the uh, the over under of 46 and a half. So um, so there's that initial thought. I'm apologizing with an asterisk there. Um, but uh, uh, the NFL um, did not give Mahomes the first down on his two-yard run late in the fourth off of a first and 10. Okay, I'm seeing this all over on Twitter. That that was a later thought in my recap when I, I was putting the notes in here. It, it came later as I was seeing everybody. Because even during the game, uh, uh, I believe it was my brother-in-law, Sam, had mentioned it, and it just kind of seemed a little weird. But then when you go back and watch it, they called Kelsey down um, short on first and 10 and then so it would technically would have been second and one when Mahomes had that two yard run so for those of you out there talking conspiracy theories and the refs were giving the game to the Chiefs and all that crap like there's always an explanation behind it every time you think that in your head there's a legitimate explanation for it all right and that's the explanation it was second and short and uh the the not only the teleprompter but Jim Nance also got it wrong probably because he was looking at the screen um of the teleprompter uh so I mean it this is what it is. Um, and then the last note I had was why why are they not getting Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle more involved? I understand that the Chiefs defense, especially that secondary, was playing lights out, but you have to attack them. you got to go at them more to keep them honest. You do that, then that frees up CMC even more in the rushing game. So uh, there was only eight combined total catches between your three biggest receiving targets. So uh, even if they don't catch the ball more, at least go at them more and try to keep that defense honest and then yeah. maybe a little bit more effective on that third and four down in the red zone, and you might actually have a shot with your running game to, to get that first first down um, in overtime to keep from uh, settling for a field goal. So, I mean, a lot of, you know, ifs and questions and had the 49ers won, then I'd have questions going the totally opposite direction for Kansas City. I, overall, I thought it was a great game. I thought halftime show was awesome. Um, Reba did a great job. Um, I, I found out because, you know, I'm not really a music guy. I found out um, that, uh, of course, I can never remember his name. Um, Post Malone? But- but yeah, I found out that Post Malone has been getting into country music. Like, what's that all about? So I get, I feel like Jelly Roll has really opened up and paved the road for guys with face tattoos to get into country music. So Post Malone's from Texas, yeah. and he was like a, I think he was first into country and then got into hip hop, and then hip hop is where he blew up. But I know yeah. he's like a, yeah, he's going back cowboy boot wearing like, you know, guy. So, so yeah, yeah but but, those are my initial thoughts. I don't know if you had anything to add to the Super Bowl uh, uh, recap or anything, but uh, overall, great show, great performance, and uh, I, I loved it. I, you knew it was going to come down to the last play, right? Yeah, it was devastating to see Dre Greenlaw. Uh, oh, tear, man, like that was devastating, but he was just so jacked up. They came out so jacked up, and like I don't blame the injury on that. 
but just like everything he was like, you could just tell they were, they were all firing on like 110% and just running onto the field from the sideline, like, boom, and, and, and it, and it popped. It couldn't happen. To any, you, it could happen at any moment, you know? Then you got to worry about next season for him. And, yeah. You know, like, it's an Achilles, you know, so I, I, I just completed uh I picked for the 49ers in the second round of our latest mock draft. And I took a linebacker for them in the second round with that in mind. I'll tell you right now, here's a sneak peek behind the curtains. This hasn't even gone live yet. So as of eight 13. So if you're listening to this tomorrow, it's live. You can go check it out. Titles.com. I took junior Colson, the linebacker out of Michigan with uh, the 49ers second round. So I, I was thinking of that. So yeah, Super Bowl, great game. Here's to next year. Only one team can win it. Uh, we'll see if somebody can dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to have an opportunity to improve. I think Chris Jones will be gone next year. I don't think he's coming back. Travis Kelsey, I think, will still be around. He wants to get the three-peat. I mean, the three-peat will be enticing, but Jones, if anybody's going to leave, I still see him leaving because he wants to get paid, right? And I think he's won enough where he's going to try to go win elsewhere. So, but they they'll they'll be able to build in the draft and maybe bring in. I, I gave the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round, Lad McConkey, the wide receiver out of Georgia. Great name, great wide receiver, <laughs> explosive, quarterback friendly. You know, gets open wide windows for the quarterback to put the football in. So it'd be very fun to see McConkey in Kansas City as their first round selection. And uh, I think he'd replace Juju. Uh, he's a little more explosive than Rasheed Rice, but he, I think you'd put McConkie in the slot. You'd have Rice outside and then Kelsey, obviously doing inside and outside work. It would just add three levels of threats in the, in the passing attack. And I think that's something that Kansas city would really benefit from. And the rest of the NFL probably does not want to see. So every time I hear, uh, his name, Lad McConkley, I always picture him being like this tall with a little, a little Irish hat. guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but let's give a shout out to Jerry Bagshaw is in the in the uh, comments. Nice to see you, my guy. Also, Pete, he mentioned Pete's a member of the IDP rankings team. So go to toilettitles.com, go into the fantasy football tab, check IDP rankings. We are doing IDP mock drafts. Uh, so you want to get in our gilded chat anywhere from 10 to 12 teams. We're going to be doing them every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get involved in IDP mock drafts. So, hey, this is startup season. If you're going to be doing an IDP league for the first time, Join our chat, get in our free weekly mock drafts and, and get some insight. And then also while you're mock drafting, you have this chat where you can pick people's brains to get an idea of what they're doing, why they're doing it, to help you formulate your strategy so you can go ahead and win some IDP leagues and win some money. So, Justin, let's plug Rival Fantasy and what they got going on, and then we'll get into these Dynasty startup questions. Yeah, so Rival Fantasy, um, obviously, joinrival.com slash title tribe. You see it right down there at the bottom. If you are a baseball fan, you're going to be excited to see what we are revealing right now. Hey! Right there. You see that purple tab, best ball, all right? Not only do they have best ball um, for MLB hot and heavy right now, they also have it for major or for uh, the National Basketball Association. NBA is going on too. So when you pull this up, when you pull up best ball, it, it'll show all. You see that little NFL tab right there, Coach? Yes, I do. Obviously, there's nothing there, right. but maybe down the road they have a tab for a reason, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I look so at it like season? like amusement park development, like Disney World and Universal. Like you you zoom out from Google Maps and you see like a big <laughs> plot of land, and you're like, there's nothing built there yet. But that's clearly right. something's coming, and that, that's what I think of when I see the NFL tab there. 
That's right. And our guys, uh, Sean and Mad Dog, for our new show, Breaking Balls, um, they talk MLB. They will be doing a – I just got confirmation from him in the chat. They'll be doing an MLB um, uh, best ball draft at some point this week and dropping that on the YouTube channel. Again, if you're not – if you're listening on the podcast, that's YouTube.com slash Toilets of Titles. Um, and you'll want to subscribe on YouTube do there as well because their baseball show is just on YouTube. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so you can click on here. There's a full season Major League Baseball right now. But let's say you're an NBA fan. You want to play NBA? They've got um, daily NBA best ball and weekly NBA best ball. They don't have the season long because they just got this up and going. Uh, Officially being announced tomorrow. So those of you seeing this tonight are getting a little bit of insight. Um, But but on the MLB, you're going to see daily and weekly added once the season starts. So if you just want to play any given day, you can hop in here and you can play. um, On the weekly, it's only going to be like this where you have two teams or four teams within a, uh, a quick little weekly league or maybe um, six teams to, to four teams or six teams for a, a, a weekly and, and two to four for daily, something like that. But for the season long, it's six teams, eight teams, 10 teams, 12 teams, something like that. So the, the higher the teams, the higher the payout. So if we click on one, we can pull it right up and it'll show us kind of a breakdown of what each uh, what each league is going to be and what the payouts are going to be. So if this is a $3 entry, your payouts to first, second, and third are right there. $16.20 uh, for first place, $6.75 for second, and $4.05 for third. And then it shows the icons of the people that are in the league. So like this league right now, um, it's a best ball league, already has somebody signed up. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and join this league right now. And then whenever it's full, I'll get a notification that says, Hey, it's time to draft, and five minutes after it's filled, um, they'll start the draft. So, um, so yeah, I just I just joined a Major League Baseball um, best ball league. Guys, I know nothing about baseball. I haven't watched a Major League game in probably 12 years. Um, so you want to get in on this league right now yeah. so that you know you're at least going to beat me and, and take my $3. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hey, hey, what do they get when they sign up using joinrival.com backslash title tribe? That's a good question, Coach. So joinrival.com slash title tribe. Um, if you are able to gamble and you're able to bet on the site, then uh, uh, your first deposit of up to $200 will be matched by a rival and then an additional $25 just for using that league. So if you drop, say, $100 in there, you're going to walk away with $225 to, to bet on, 100 of your own and 125 of the house money for you to bet on. And as we know from our guys, Iceman approved betting on house money is the best way to bet. Yes. Uh, now, if you are not in a state that allows and approves gambling online, then you can uh, click right here on mock drafts and you can have mock drafts for all of the three major sports that they have on here. So we could do an NFL mock draft tonight, right now, if we wanted to. Not gonna going to. We've got other plans in store, but I'm sure pretty soon we'll be doing some dynasty mock drafts and a lot of other stuff on the show. But you can do a major league baseball mock, you can do NBA mock. Um, you don't get mocks like this on other sites. And if you do, you usually have to have them completely filled with actual people. In this case, if you just want to see what the uh um what the ADP is and, and see how computers would draft, you could go ahead and do a mock all by yourself if you want. So um so yeah. They have stuff on here for you. You can also up here at the top, if you click on your normal three lines, 
you can check out their podcast, Rivals Podcast. You can check out their blogs. Um, so this is where you see where they're they're breaking down articles. All of their socials are down here at the bottom. Um, so uh, so yeah, they got a lot of stuff on here uh, on Rival that you can use even if you are not able to gamble because you want to get it set up because they're trying. Whatever state right. you live in, they're trying. And then once they it's get coming. it, you'll already have an account up. Yeah, it's coming. So we're also doing promos for for Rival. So I plan on drafting. I plan on starting a $10 league tomorrow and drafting tomorrow. I plan on starting a $25 league tomorrow and hopefully drafting by the weekend. If we fill it tomorrow, more power to it. So we're starting a $10 league. We're starting a $25 league. So reach out to me in the Gilded Chat. Let me know which one you want in. But by the way, you will get $10 for free from me if you get three friends to join the league. So if we're doing a, so it's going to only for $10 leagues. So if it's a $10 league, you get three friends to join the league. I mean, heck I'll do it for $25 leagues too. I'll give you 10 bucks. It's just not going to pay your full entry for a $10 league. It'll pay your full entry. So you bring three friends, your $10 entry is free. Now, if you are willing to fill a league, you got nine friends for a 10 person league, or you got 11 friends for a 12 person league. You want to do a $25 league. I will pay your $25 entry. If you fill a league. So, you bring three friends, I'll pay your $10 entry. You bring a league full of friends, I will pay your $25 entry. Let's fill as many leagues as possible because there's nothing like drafting, especially when things are quiet during the football season. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to show too on this, uh, to, to set up your own league, you'll go to the MLB down here, you click on view all. And that will take you to all the different price ranges because, like you mentioned, um, uh, a $10 or a $25 league, you can take it all the way up to 100 if you wanted to. Um, obviously, we're still only going to give you the 10 or the 25 that Coach promised. But um, but uh, but I wanted to show you what, what that looks like. So if you go to a $25 uh, MLB full season, then you can click right here on Create Private League. That'll create a $25 private league. They don't have it set up that I've seen yet where you can customize it to make it a $30 league. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, whatever level um, dollar amount you want, you just click on that dollar amount, $50 there and click right here where it says create private league and it'll create a $50 league. Then it'll give you the link that you can share to your other buddies to, uh, to fill the league. Shout out to Genesis with a $25 super chat, man. That is going directly oh, into the Canton fund. So I believe yeah. Genesis, Genesis won a set of squares or, oh no, he won our fantasy playoff league. David oh yeah. That, oh man, we didn't right. even announce that. Yeah. yeah dude, that's David why we're won getting the, the generosity. <laughs> shout out to David bringing over home for a G man winning. Uh, so that was the yeah. fourth toilets of titles playoff league, man. I, I, I totally forgot about that. Uh, so the winner is here yeah, and he's blessing us. And we are going to put that towards the uh, T2T Canton fund. That'll go towards one of the three houses that, you know, and maybe more, <laughs> who knows, who knows at this point, but we have, we have some nice places to stay and we're looking forward to having y'all stay with us and, uh, and have a good time. All right. So I am going to start Justin asking you some questions that will help the dynasty player, right? Could be, Dynasty players that are brand new to Dynasty. It could be Dynasty players that have been around for a long time, but just kind of curious. I'm also recommending anybody in the comments, Dynasty new or old, you know, go ahead, ask some Dynasty questions. We'll get to them. If, if we don't have them on our list of questions already, we will get to them. If they're already on our list of questions, you know, we'll just get to them when they're slotted to be answered during, uh, during the show. So, Justin, when did you start playing Dynasty? All right. So... I've been playing fantasy football altogether for about 
uh, I want to say 19, 18 years, something like that. And I, and even back then it was probably like three or four years after I started. So maybe 15 years ago, I joined a dynasty league. Now this was online. It was free. And it was with a bunch of guys that I had never met before. And it was on this new site that everybody hated back then called my fantasy league. First off guys, my fantasy league has changed drastically since back then. So if you hate it because of the way it was back then, you need to give it another shot. All right. They offer so much more stuff than any other site, but um, I played it for one season and uh, it was an IDP league, had no idea of, of defensive players or anything like that. Um, I just played only because it was free and I wanted to try a dynasty league. And then the, the whole league folded because it was a free league and that's what happens when you play for no money. And uh, especially in dynasty, it just folds. So, um, so I didn't play again for a long, long time. And then I'd say probably, um, uh, well, uh, right about whenever I met you four years ago is when uh, uh, four or five years ago is whenever I started playing in your dynasty leagues. Um, and as you well know, I'm not very good at dynasty. I have gotten better. I have one particular league, um, I gave it up this year. I'm giving up all of my dynasty leagues now to focus 100% on the leagues that I'm running this off season for T to T. Some will be dynasty. Um, but, uh, um, but I had a dynasty league that I completely blew up, got a bunch of draft picks. And in the last three years I got, um, second place, um, first place. And then this year I was undefeated and went up against the sixth seed in the, uh, um, in the championship, but that sixth seed, once like he was in tank mode and had gotten a bunch of draft picks and then somehow still barely made the playoffs. So then he traded away all those draft picks to get big, huge players in the playoffs. Right. So he totally annihilated me in, in the Super Bowl, which is one of the biggest reasons why I don't like dynasty because I do think that there should be a trade deadline just because we're going to get to that. We're going to get, we're going to get the trade deadline. Teams. All right. Like I said, I, I didn't get a chance to prep for this one. I, I don't know what the questions it's are. Okay. But. It's a, but that's perfect. Cause that, that's a, that's a, that's a burning topic. We are going to get to trade deadline. Cause that is a very burning topic. All right. When, when you have the opportunity to find a dynasty league, right? Dynasty startup. What are some of the things you look for that makes you think, you know, this is, this is something I'm willing to, you know, get involved in, or this is something I'm excited to get involved in. Do they have a group chat? Like I want the I want the league to have a group chat, right? And uh, where did that thumb come from? Give did us the light. Yeah, I did. Is, I wonder. I don't know. That, that was, was it just weird. because I gave the thumbs up. I don't know. That was very weird. <laughs> that was totally cool. Yeah. All right. Um. But anyhow, <laughs> yeah. So I want them to have a group chat because, especially in Dynasty, with as many trades that goes on, you got to have good, clear communication. I want my commissioner to be the most active person in that chat. If my commissioner's not active in the chat, he's probably not going to be super active later when we do payouts. Um, I also want, I, I want to make sure that this is a paying league. Just like I said before, those free leagues fold. So if it's a paying league, then people are more likely to be active and more likely to want to play and, and try hard. So um, 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 that, uh, let's see, as far as a dy dynasty startup goes, I also kind of want to look at, um, like the point system, like right. how crazy is this league? Is this something that I'm going to have the time and energy to put into? And if you're somebody that likes crazy leagues, like our Frankenstein listener league with all the crazy scoring and you have the time to sit down and really study all that stuff, then, then by all means do it for a dynasty league. 
for me personally for Dynasty, since I'm not great at it, I don't like crazy scoring. I want something that's relatively basic. So that, that's cool. most of what I look Yeah, I for. like that. The group chat, the community aspect of a Dynasty League, because it's a year-round <laughs> commitment. You know, right. one thing that makes me lose interest in a dynasty league is when you know four or five people are invested six or seven or not and then you're constantly you're only able to communicate with the few who are invested and then it seems like there's players on other teams that you would like to trade for or even discuss trades with but they're being held hostage by people running a team that are MIA until the draft and then until the start of the season so that that's very frustrating all right what do you look for in a, a dynasty commissioner in a dynasty commissioner, uh, I want somebody that's uh, that's going to be open to ideas and willing to talk to people about their ideas, especially if an issue comes up, but also somebody that's firm enough to not give a crap about your ideas if it comes down to it. Like uh, I, I, a commissioner needs to be able to make decisions, even if it doesn't make everybody happy. Um, and, and I guess that's in any league, but especially in dynasty, just because like you said, this is all year long. So there's going to be times in like, I don't know, May after the draft is dead and before camp starts where people aren't logging in and people aren't, you know, uh, looking at the uh, the chat so much. And if there's a decision that needs to be made on something then and people aren't chiming in, I want that guy to be able to step up and make a decision and say, hey, I know it's, it's supposed to be a quorum. We're supposed to have seven people approve this. Um, but we only had four people even react and all four said yes. So I'm going to go ahead and push it through, you know, whatever. So, and then, uh, and like I said, I want him to be open to ideas. Like I want him to listen if people have complaints or concerns, but he's also got to be able to put people in their place if they're only just complaining to complain. Love it. Love it. All right. Super flex or one QB. Yes. <laughs> so, um, in in dynasty, I think I lean more towards superflex, uh, but at the same time, it's not a deal breaker for me because I have a I have a redraft background, and in most redraft leagues, you're typically always one quarterback for the most part. So I'm good at one quarterback leagues. Like I understand the 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 draft process, and I understand you know what to look for in a one QB league with your other positions. Like I have the strategy down, and I'm good at one QB leagues. So with the super flex, I'm not as good at that balance necessarily. Um, trying to figure out that balance of when to take a quarterback and when to to hold and wait. But at the same time, it does make the position more valuable. Which, if we're trying to mock the NFL, then shouldn't the quarterback position yes. be pretty important, right? So, yeah. but at the same time, the NFL doesn't have two quarterbacks playing at the same time. So it's like you know you just have to use your imagination a little bit. It is still fantasy football. Um, but definitely pros and cons. But if, if I'm in dynasty, I think I want to lean more towards two quarterbacks because it also gives you that ability to plan for rookies coming up, you know, like drafting um, your Mac Joneses and hoping that he becomes something and then failing and then drafting your Tua's and hoping he becomes something and he's decent. And now you got or your solid QB two or or whatever. Oh, yeah. that, that I'm combining strategy. assets and I am shipping them for a known you yeah. know, and I've and I've shipped rookie ass. I shipped Jalen Hurts to acquire a Patrick like like and it I gave a lot with Jalen Hurts, and at the time it felt right. And you know what? Eventually the 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 value shifted and maybe it looked like I gave too much, but I'm willing to do that for a known. 
Give me a known that I feel like is going I'm, is going to help me take the next step right. for a two or three year span. I'm looking at two or three year windows in Dynasty. Always two or three year windows. Yes, I want to win now, right? So so year one is very important to me, but also I want I want two or three year windows of success. I've never tanked ever. Yeah. It's yeah. I think you know, and we'll probably talk about tanking. That's a question I didn't ask, um, but I I am going to put that on here. Um, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead. I'm sorry. And something that I learned from you playing uh, Dynasty 2 is um, you, as the season is going and you're getting closer to the playoffs, you're trading away, like you said, your your assets to get the the proven to, to lead into that playoffs. But then once the playoffs are done, you're immediately shifting back to draft picks. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trading away those older players or those bigger bigger name players to get multiple draft picks so that you can basically use them later to do it all over again. Yes, right. Yeah, it's like it's a cycle. Watch and repeat. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I'm going to answer this question. So Pete said it's his first season playing dynasty. Uh, what position would be overvalued in the biggest mistake? And uh, I'm going to say, I don't think I could answer tight end. Cause I don't think tight end is v- overvalued. I don't think tight end is va- tight end is like a very tight end is probably the hardest position to value. Right. Because it's just, Really, it's so top heavy and it's such a crapshoot underneath. But then we've had a few guys step up this season. Laporta, Kincaid's looking interesting, but Mayer. So maybe the tight end position takes a step, but it's, I would say, undervalued, but it's just hard to gauge the value. What position is overvalued? I would say running back because I'm looking at, I'm looking at two to three year windows. Running back is such a volatile position. I don't want to now rookie picks. I don't think rookie picks are as valuable as some people are willing to 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 put them like on what level like uh, people value rookie picks higher than they should be valued especially when the draft is coming so i am willing to spend a rookie pick on a high-end running back but i'm not willing to ship high-end assets for running back i'm not willing to take a running back very early in a startup mock i will spend a first round pick on rookies all day because i can do it again next year and i can do it again next year because i want i want young running backs that are going to get ran into the ground and then I'm going to let them go or I'm going to ship them off when uh, when somebody's willing to pay for them. Like, look at Khalil Herbert. Like, he was two years ago when everybody knew David Montgomery was heading out of Chicago after the season and Khalil Herbert was his backup. You could have shipped Khalil Herbert for a first, probably, yeah. and then the Bears go ahead and draft Roshan Johnson. And even, Roshan, even though Roshan Johnson didn't look great, Herbert – didn't really take the step into the role we expect expected in the step. So running back is too volatile for me. Wide receiver is so safe, right? I, I want to load my roster up with four talented wide receivers. So if I'm playing in a league with two wide receivers and a flex, I got three. And then I always got that fourth guy in case there's an injury, right? Or if I'm playing in a league with three wide receivers and a flex, if it's PPR, give it to me all day. So I, I would say it's running back. Yeah, plus wide receivers last longer in the NFL as well. Yeah. So you're so from year to year, if you still continue to to get uh, a third to fifth round gym like Puka, then now he's solid for the for the next 10, 15 years. You don't have to worry about your wide receiver one for a long time. Where running backs, like you said, there it's it's just a cycle of viciousness that you have to constantly replace. So um, yeah, I agree. All right. Speaking of cycle of viciousness, trade deadline or no trade deadline in just in, in Dynasty, Justin? 
So obviously I think so based off of my comment earlier and not just because uh, that that incident happened to me, but because I've seen it happen so much where the teams that are barely making the playoffs are suddenly shifting from that. I want draft pick mentality to I want to win now mentality mentality and the guys that are at the top top notch and the top tiers and you know the one through three seeds that have already been playing to win now have already given up all their draft picks right. to, to win now so now they can't trade draft picks to try to keep up um so so they put their money in on players from at the very beginning of the season and now those cooper cups are hurt or you know uh those anthony richardson's are hurt or whatever and they don't have the ability to to trade away draft picks um, later in the season, like those other teams do that barely made the playoffs. It's just, it, it's, it's just ugly to me. Like the NFL has a trade deadline for a reason right. for that reason. That's the biggest reason. Right. right? So right, but they also have a salary that. cap and they like, there's, there's tons of a free agency deadline. Like they, they have tons of things that, you know, I don't think are not necessarily enforced in dynasty leagues. Right. Right. But uh, so I'm not saying it has to be week six like the NFL, but maybe, you know, two, three, four weeks before the playoff starts um, so that teams that have committed to trying to get draft picks will commit and hold their draft picks and teams that have committed to trying to win now can continue to try to win now. And then once the, once the Super Bowl kicks off, open uh, trades uh, or not the Super Bowl, the the fantasy Super Bowl. Once the fantasy Super Bowl kicks off, open the trades back up and and run all off season with them. I don't care about that so much, but I I look at it so I I see the messy side from your perspective, being the person in the lead, and but I, I look at it from the person who's not in in the playoffs, the person who's held on to like a like like two years ago, like a guy like Tom Brady. Right. And this guy, he's he was expected to make the playoffs and his team kind of shit the bed and and he had a miserable season. And now there's a team that's making fantasy playoffs who loses a quarterback and is now going to overpay. So so I think there's bad sides and good sides to it. But I, I look at it from that perspective and I like that somebody who things might not have gone their way can take advantage of somebody who's really trying to go all in. Right. Like, hey, you're trying to go all in. Well, you're going to help me rebuild my roster because you're going to give me this, that. Oh, you got that player on IR, that player on IR. You got those picks. Give that all to me. I'll I'll focus on next year while you, you focus on now. So I think I think there's two sides to it, but I think there's no right or wrong answer. It's ultimately the, the group consensus. Right. You know, or, or the commissioner's consensus. And if you don't like it, you don't have to you know, you could do it either way you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. But I, I'll always be in the minority of that because people in dynasty don't like trade deadlines. Yeah. It's funny though. Cause it's a, it's a hot topic in our gilded chat. You know, there's enough people who are for it, you know, but there's definitely a lot of people who, who are also against it. Now you kind of mentioned this earlier dynasty. You, if you do a dynasty league, do you think it should be like, you like doing it with friends or do you like kind of venturing out and diving into the unknown and using it as an opportunity to meet new people? Yeah, so cause so kind of both for sure. I don't I don't I've never really had a dynasty league where it was just a bunch of friends of mine, but I have had dynasty leagues where it started off with a bunch of strangers and it became hard to leave the league because of the friends that I made. So I guess uh looking at it that way, if you start um uh if you start a uh dynasty league with uh with a bunch of buddies, 
then I feel like that's probably the best way to go um, personally. But, uh, but, but then they be, like I said, if they're strangers, they become your buddies. So it's definitely well worth it. Like, um, like Neil from clock Dodgers is a guy that was just in a, a random chat with a bunch of strangers. I didn't even know we weren't even in a league together. Then he asked me to join his league. So I joined his dynasty league. Then we got to know each other. And now Neil has hooked us up with rival and we've, we've got this great relationship going. But then I had to quit his league a few weeks ago and it's like, Oh man, this is so stressful. Right. I don't want to tell a buddy that I have to leave. Uh, and you know, and, and like I said, I even left the 14 and O team. So I, I use that as my excuse to him. Like, Hey, listen, I'm not, it's not just because I, I suck in that league. <laughs> yeah. But dynasty leagues are like, for the most part, there's always uh, two or three people leaving every season. It kind of seems like that's the case for, for most leagues. Now, this is a question I wasn't planning on asking, but how do you feel about dispersal drafts? So I'm going to tell. So dispersal is like, so say you have usually like three people leave a league, three or four. You can give. So say there's four teams that that are gone. You can give the four new owners an option to take part in a draft where all of the players and assets from those four teams get put into a draft. So that's called the dispersal. Now <laughs> these teams, instead of just taking over one of the four that's available. They get to draft and they get to have kind of their own startup draft. Uh, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about dispersal drafts? Yeah, so I think that it's one of the few things in dynasty football that is extremely similar to what the NFL does. And, and because in the NFL, if they start an expansion uh, team, that's how they do it. There's, there's uh, the every team gets to keep their top two or three players. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but in the NFL, every team gets to keep like two or three players that are are safe. And then there's certain contracts that can't be touched. And then all of the other players can be picking picked at and chosen from the expansion teams. And and they're allowed to have them on their team now. So um, I, I love dispersal drafts. And honestly, there's a lot of times where I might even have a good team. And and yeah. going into that next year right. for Dynasty, and I still want to get into that dispersal draft right. just because they're fun. Like it, it, you, you have a, a smaller number of players you're drafting from. You have a smaller number of draft picks to choose from or however it is that, that the league does it. And then you're only drafting with like three or four other people and it doesn't have to be an even number of people. And right. it's just enough uh, to fill a roster. And and then you're hitting the free agent market like crazy after that. Right. Like everybody involved. Like if I'm not in the dispersal, once the dispersal's done, I'm, I'm, I'm like a hawk flying in to get all those guys that weren't drafted that were put into the dispersal. Right. Or so like there's a player in the dispersal that you really want. So you're waiting. So you're kind of planting seeds within all the managers mm. who might draft that player just to try to see, yeah. Hey, if you draft this player, how do you value this player? I love, yeah. I love playing the game like that, but I, I didn't even think of that. Cause that's something I've done before and I've seen done before is so not only do they do dispersals for the new, anybody in the league, then you could open it up anybody so it can become a six or seven team dispersal if you wanted and and i'm all for that i think that's very cool uh justin auction draft slow draft or fast draft yes <laughs> all right all three all three all all right, so, kind of piss me off i yeah, like they, auctions they're fun but i hate like and then i make dumb mistakes because somebody pisses me <laughs> off by by oh by bidding like above me when a player is down to like 30 seconds and an eight hour clock yeah. And you waited till like the, that, that pisses me off. 
Yeah, and then they want to say that they they did it that way so that they would know exactly how much they had in their budget to be able to uh, right. bid on other players or something. It's all crap. It's all BS. They're just doing it to get under your skin. And as soon as that happens, that's when I immediately contact the commission and say, hey, uh, I, I want out of this league. As soon as this auction yeah. is done, I'm done with this league because I right. know next year that same jackass is going to do the exact same move. Right. And, and I don't want to deal with that every year. It stresses me out too much. So right. I'm going to be yeah. out after the draft. You can start replacing me now so that they can finish the auction themselves if they want. Um, that's my one negative about auctions. But I was in a home league auction one year where um, I, I wasn't even in the league, but a guy was going to miss the draft. And a bunch of the people that were in that auction league um, were in my uh, home league. So they asked me to join their auction league and I filled in and I, I auction drafted for the guy. He ended up getting second place. He had a great Heck team. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't see a dime of the money. Um, but uh, screw you, Jack. But um, but anyway, <laughs> um, no, uh, but it was it was fun and and it was more home league style. So we're all right there together. And it's like, all right, he's eight dollars. Anybody going to beat eight dollars? You didn't have to sit there for a long, drawn out amount of time and then get sniped at the end but um i i and i like i like slow draft and i like fast draft i can't i honestly i I love aspects of both because in the slow draft you can plan ahead for um for like making trades like right. you know there's a you're not up for five more picks and there's four guys ahead of you uh or th- maybe two guys ahead of you that had multiple picks and and you can try to trade and 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 jostle around a little bit or maybe you can trade back a little bit and you have more time to stop and think about it and then in fast drafts it's you you don't have time to think you got to make that decision right now and usually i'm pretty good at that so um and and i don't like to trade as much during the draft anyway uh especially during fast drafts so i can usually take advantage of making quick picks and then like also on fast draft i know this is a little bit bush league but if it's a fast draft and you know that there's guys ahead of you or after you that are on auto pick because they didn't know the draft was starting or they're having computer issues then you know how the auto pick works for that platform. Right. And you think, all right, I know they're going to pick a running back for him next. Right. So I'm going to pick my running back now so right. that he can get his double tap running back. And then I can right. go get my, my wide receiver. Right. So, so I, I use that to an advantage on the, on Smart. the fast draft. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so advantages to, to both, but honestly, any kind of draft makes me excited. Man, I, I've, uh, I've found my comfort zone in slow draft. And Frankenstein, I've only ever drafted slow draft. So this year we're going to be drafting in person in Canton. And I'm nervous about it because I've I've always had the clock, even though I usually know who I'm going to take by the time I'm up. It's a slow draft. So usually the people ahead of me take their time. So that gives me the time to research. So uh, we're going to have to do an episode closer to August where we discuss slow draft or rather live draft strategies for Frankenstein so I can get prepared. Now, in in your draft, startup draft, do you think do you like rookies being included from the, this uh, upcoming rookie class or rather this current rookie class? Do you like the rookies being included in the draft straight up or do you like the rookie picks being included and then moving the rookie draft until you know, July or August when you kind of get a chance to see where these rookies might be panning out in their first year? Um, for a startup, honestly, neither. So, um, the the way we're doing the T to T startup, uh, for the Patreon only T to T dynasty startup is it's just the current players 
that are being drafted. We're not drafting draft picks and we're not drafting rookies. It's just current players. And then we're doing reverse order of the draft order oh, for, that's cool. for the rookie draft. Smart so if you pick. had the 12th pick in the, the dynasty startup, you're now going to have the 101 in the rookie pick. And and the rookie draft is going to be snake draft for the first year only. Um, uh, and then linear every year after that. Man, that's cool. And, and I, I thought of a cool way, like if we do another, if we do another uh, league, right. Another dynasty league where you don't include the rookie picks or rookie players, it'd be cool to uh, put it up for vote and whichever team is picked to be the worst gets the pick first and whichever oh, team yeah. is picked to be the second worst, you know, like, within like maybe like a blind ballot vote or something where people right. who aren't involved in the league get to vote. So it's not, you can't really sway the poll. Right. So, so, so jot that one down in, in any like old that. brain. Maybe we'll, we'll use it somewhere. Uh, how big do you feel like the taxi should be the taxi squad? And, and what, then, what is, and what is a taxi squad and how big do you think it yeah. should be? And there will be several dynasty leagues. I'm sure that we start up. So make sure you guys are in our guilded chat and you're paying attention this off season. But, uh, uh, so a taxi squad is where you have uh, the and first off, let me give you a little history on why it's called taxi squad. Way back in the day when NFL players barely made uh, enough money to put food on the table during the NFL season alone. Um, they had to have side jobs. Most of the teams were in bigger cities. So most of the side jobs that these guys did were they would drive a taxi. That was a very common uh, job that these guys did because it's something you could just, you could go work right after practice or whatever. It's kind of like Uber Eats or something right now for, uh, for guys like us, we could go run Grubhub after we get off work or something, you know? Right. But, um, but anyhow, so that's why it became known as a taxi squad, because the majority of those players that were really hurting were the guys at the end of the roster, the the practice team players that weren't making the squad and weren't making much money, but they were still trying to get playing time. So that's why they call it taxi squad. Anyhow, really? so a taxi, squad, a taxi squad in for dynasty purposes is um, your players that are at the bottom of your roster. They're not in your active roster, so they're not on your bench and they're not in your starting lineup. But they're they're the next guys up that you want to take over uh, the next the next spot. So before that Raheem Mostert um, retires or or goes bad and stale on your on your bench, and you got to get rid of them or cut them or whatever, you can bring up a guy off the taxi squad. And typically, most dynasty leagues um, they have to be a rookie or a rookie or second or a second year player only. Um, and typically, also from what I've seen in dynasty, uh, they cannot have started for your team in the past or right. i was in one league where if as long as they didn't score any fantasy points the year before they could stay on your taxi squad as long as you wanted them to um, but as soon as they score one single fantasy point of any kind um, in fantasy football they can no longer be on your taxi after that season's over um, so that was kind of interesting so there's different rules different ways that you could go about using a taxi squad um what was the other part of that question so like how big do you think it should be do you like big taxi squads or small taxi squads because i personally smaller taxi squads is going to create more players in the free agency pool yeah so i like big taxi squads because i love finding those diamonds in the rough and keeping them on my bench and and letting them grow and then also i have trouble letting go like like right. if you you have those players like you're in keel harry's that never pan out but you loved them so much that you continue to hold on to them. And then the next thing you know, Laquan, they, Treadwell. 
exactly. There's a bunch of them. Or, or uh, Corderell Patterson, you gave up on him five years before he actually became something, and right. then somebody else went and picked him up for free. Um, that sort of thing. So I like I like big taxi squads. Um, it does hurt your free agency for sure. Um, but here's a, here's a really good example for you. I was in a one of my dynasty leagues, the one that was 14 and 0 in actually. I had Puka Nukua, and you could only have uh, five guys on your taxi squad. I had six. I had to let somebody go, and I had no idea who it should be. And this was before Cooper Cup got hurt. So I traded away Puka for a fourth-round rookie pick. Oh, no. And then later on, that sixth seed was the guy that traded to get Puka, and he ended up beating me in the Super Bowl with him. Oh, man. Yeah. It all comes yeah. back to that. All yeah. right. So, all right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so it was I was really pissed off later when I found out that other people weren't following the rules and they had six, seven, eight guys on their taxi. But that's oh, and you could have kept them. Yeah, yeah, and that I could have gotten down away with the commissioner. Yeah, but I was being an honest guy. Right, you are. All right, last question: tanking, allow allow it or, or disallow it? I I love it. I I totally am for it. Now I do think you have to start a legal lineup. I don't think you could just uh, throw there, there in needs to be guidelines there. for how right. to tank. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're, and if you don't allow tanking, then you need to have guidelines for that as well. Like right. if you're going to say there is no tanking, then you straight up just need to say that your win loss record is based off of who you start. But for drafting purposes, we're giving you the most uh, possible, your most optimal um, lineup for your starting lineup on your points for, for the season to help decide. And then, and then you, Outside of the playoff teams, the draft picks is based off of points for for the season, and right. and you get optimal points for for every single week. That way, you can't bench these stud players and uh, and still be able to get the top draft pick, right? So you can tank and get those losses if you want, but but it's all going to be based off of points for um, if you want no tanking. That way, uh, uh, we want tanking. We're cool with tanking. Yeah, now if we're cool with tanking, though, no, 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 no. I was saying if you don't want tanking, then right. you have to have that in place. But if we are cool with tanking, um, then again, there needs to be guidelines because you can't just automatically give a free win because what if there's a guy that's the seven seed right now, right behind nipping at the heels of the six seed, and he just happens to get in because he was fortunate enough to play you the last week after you started tanking, and the other guy played the uh, one of the other playoff teams that aren't tanking. So there needs to be some guidelines as far as they can't be on by, they can't be injured uh, or like out um, and they can't be, you know, uh, retired. Right. <laughs> you know, so like they have you to can, be an actual player who's playing in an actual game. Like you got to still put in the lineup. I, I get, yeah. I get it completely. So I, I think, man, we touched on a lot. We could probably do a part two and maybe we will, we're going to, we'll send it to the title tribe. We'll see if there's any other questions we didn't answer, but Justin, thank you for allowing me to put you on the spot. And answering all these questions. And I think, you know, I'm sure everybody in the comments, everybody listening at home is going to let you know that I think you did a very good job. But I but I appreciate your help with this uh, intro to Dynasty this evening. Yeah, this was fun. This was like, this is, I'm not used to being the one getting interviewed. I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. Everybody listening at home, we appreciate you. David, 25 bucks, man. It's going to the Canton Fund. We appreciate you. Pete, you've probably donated about 100 bucks. Like every episode, he's dropping at least a dollar. So thank you so much for that. So everybody listening at home, I uh, hope you're ready and, and buckled in and strapped in for the offseason because we are just getting started. Again, Dynasty Startup, NFL Drafts, Mock Drafts, getting ready for Frankenstein, getting ready for redraft season, NFL Free Agency Roundtables. We got tons of stuff coming up. So stay tuned. 
Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment, all that good stuff. We will catch you all later on. Take care.